Welcome to the 17th annual Battle of the Atlanta Playoff Spectacular. I am your host, CJ. And as always, I'm here with two respectable analysts, Bud and Justin. What's up, fellas? Not a whole lot. It's been, uh, it's been a little while since. <laughs> uh, things have been good. Uh, three times as many wins as last year. So, you know, I can't complain. I mean, I oh. can't complain, but I can't complain. I wonder how many people can say they have three times the wins as last no, year. No one. No yeah. one. Yeah. That's incredible. Congratulations. And uh, yeah, what's up, Justin? I don't know. Maybe um, maybe we're a little rusty with our intro. I mean, normally we're a little choppy, but that seemed choppier than the normal. Well, uh, I mean, it took but an hour to start to speak up. Maybe it's because he's got some fettuccine Alfredo in his mouth. That was the thing. I was ready to go first, and then I start. I. I gave it the eyes, and then Justin gave it the eyes, and then he pointed. <laughs> so then I knew it was me. So I was all thrown off. So that's okay. We're rusty. We're rusty. I mean, you know, it's it's been a while. So, yeah. but Justin, what have you been up to? I mean, the, the fans want to know. Yeah, no, we're back. I'm happy to be back. Um, I've been, uh, you know, I just celebrated uh, the four three. I guess some people thought fifty was um, <laughs> was an option. Uh, I think multiple people, but uh, no, the four three just settled, put another uh, year in the books, and um, which means another fantasy football year. What was nice this time? Normally, the playoffs are over my birthday, and so I have to ignore fantasy football. You do the birthday duties, the family and stuff. Um, so it's kind of nice to just know that I has already secured a playoff spot. Um, went you know went golfing. Uh, at some indoor golfing, some uh, some some X golf, a new spot here in Tualatin. Uh, played a couple rounds, um, beat down IP, and um, and ca- called it a weekend. Got another victory, and it was good. <clears throat> wow, that's great. Yeah, that yeah, is you- nice. I was uh, I was hoping it wasn't the fifty because I was gonna really question why uh, my age if that was if that was a thing. But I was like that that can't be that can't be. Wait a minute, if Justin's fifty. <laughs> How old does that make me? <laughs> Born in 78, minus six. Okay, we're still fine. I I did I did look it up. Um, my wife and I both looked it up this year. We did the Google thing of like if I was born on December 13th in 1978, because I I knew it was in the 42, three or four range, like one of those. I knew it was, but um, couldn't remember exactly. So has that happened to you guys? You lost track at this point? I, I'm always off by a year or two. I can never remember quite, you know, and for some reason it's hard to do math when you're in the 20s now and it started in the 70s. It's just hard math. Well, the start to this podcast, I guess, is proving um, Boston mobster right because he thinks we're all old and it'd be boring and we're kind of acting old talking about our age, but so good. okay well let's move on what's what's on tap oh yeah what's on tap this will keep us nice and young so you know i saw this the other day and since i'm such a fan of georgetown brewing and i continue to um to look for new stuff from them of course you guys know we've had the lucille and the bodhisattva both uh, crowd favorites and so this mm-hmm. is a little yeah. uh ipa that they're doing called war child uh, and it's delicious. I think everything from this brewery is delicious. So, uh, so again, it's not a holiday beer. No, it's not a holiday beer. Why um, would we? Why would we do a? Why would we not do a holiday beer? I mean, it's our I, one chance. I know, but gone. I think we've talked about this the last couple of holidays. That some of those, you know, like it used to be that a jubilee, you just couldn't wait for it, and then it just got worse and worse. Uh oh! Don't tell me that's the jubile. Nice, no. CJ. It's not gonna happen. Uh-huh. Nope. Uh, no. Uh, I'm drinking just... Saint Bernardus Christmas ale. It's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. See, I they start throwing cinnamon and different random. No, it's not. And... It's no cinnamon. Oh, what do we got here? Or peppermint. It's the. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's a it's a local. It's a Oakshire Brewing. It's the ill-tempered gnome. Four pack at Costco for nine dollars. Okay. Stock stock up while you can. It's a wonderful winter ale. 
but Justin, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna hit up that Georgetown Brewing. That's that sounds like a good spot. Yeah, you know, Electro's up there closest, obviously, and maybe um, maybe uh, uh, Hawk Attack, who normally goes home for the <clears> holidays, <throat> um, can hit this up while they're up there. But there we go. Hey, it's highly recommended. Yeah. Ooh. Well, you know, so far this has been a, a barn burner, but. Um, you know, there's a lot of reasons we haven't had a podcast in a while, and I don't know if we're really obligated to share, but I don't know if maybe you guys want to throw the link a few, you know, I mean, there's a lot of reasons we haven't uh, been on. I don't know if you guys want to talk about that, if you're comfortable talking about that. It's not as much about comfortability as we all know, the non-disclosure agreement that we all right. si signed uh, while reworking the contracts and when agents you know a while years ago this was easy but when agents the headhunters um mm -hmm, get involved mm -hmm. and then contract negotiations and agents are involved and all of that stuff it's just well bud's got two like that's the problem he's got two agents and they always have to work through both of them because he works all these different angles and stuff it's just ridiculous i mean i i cleared all my reasons through legal so i mean uh <laughs> I had to get a haircut. The dog got pregnant. Um, I had to get a new insurance uh, based right. on the videos I was sending out to the public. Uh, I had to take. <laughs> I had to take a course on team management that was recommended, and uh, it was a must must do from the league. Uh, I had to get new financing for a car that had been crashed twice during those videos. Um, oh, I got. Wow. I got. I got fitted for a wig. I went up. Uh, a jersey size so i had to pick a new team um i got a new i got a new truck the neighbor died uh i had to rake all the leaves um i mean pick your poison on there there's quite a few things that i mean You've those aren't busier than you gave those you, aren't you, those aren't excuses those are reasons yeah, and you've had a lot going on. You didn't mention any of that earlier when we asked you what what have you been up to. I mean, it sounds like it's been kind of crazy around your place. Well, I didn't see it in the on the on the setup here on the screen, so I didn't know that was time for it. So, <laughs> mm. oh, sorry, too organized. It's free. It's just you know, go for it. Well, Justin, I, I I know there's there's contract stuff we're working through and all that. You know, for the new you know, the 2022, but what else are we looking at there? No, I think that's, that's most of it. I just know it was sticky and I just didn't want the people to think that it had anything to do with the relationship of the three of us. I know other people have put out second rate programs and it's ruined the relationships. <laughs> and so it really had nothing to do with, with that. Again, I just, it's like when extensions and it, I mean, it's just getting so big these days. Um, yeah rework all the details, the arrangements, we're all making so much more money from this. And um, it's just nice to be back with, with the A-team. Yeah, and you I know, mean, it took a lot of, it took a lot of lawyering up to just get this episode done and not, you know, you can't give away too much about what we're doing next year, but you know, we're gonna give you a little taste and maybe you'll figure it out, maybe you won't. I mean, the dumb guys in the league won't figure it out, but. The smart ones will, and that's okay. You won't know everything, and it's fine. And I, you know, I think the biggest success we were able to come back together because we're not trying to merge two halfway good news organizations and just, you know, this times that or these times me. And so I, I think yeah. you, you just take a few few pieces. Of, you you just keep going with what works. So, cause yeah. you don't want, you don't want to have to depend on that Irish new or that other organization <laughs> to, to prop you up or you have to ask for your label or you have to ask for your loot coin or you have to ask for your point total picture. You yeah. got, it's gotta be organic. Not sure if anyone noticed last night, but I didn't get a 200 point and it's maybe cause it was cause I was playing the Irish franchise, but Mm. 215 yeah. and i didn't see one so i mean we're gonna get into that a little bit later so you know i mean there's probably a pretty good reason for that and we'll figure it out i mean i don't know between i feel bad for irish puddles right now i mean but well, other than he's got a new baby which that's great you know it's you know we all get to see the pictures often and the, the weird videos and stuff um and uh but his team is really um 
banged up right now. Like he's heading into the playoffs with some real problems. And I, you know, hopefully we don't see the same thing as normal. We may, we'll see. Um, and then those chicken legs, those, those hairy chicken legs that we keep seeing is just gross. You know, they, I hope it stops. We've asked it to stop. It hasn't, um, you know, it just seems to, could be a problem for a while, guys. I mean, we may just need to hunker down. Yeah, I don't think, I think we should just move on. That... <laughs> yeah. Well, let's move on. You know, we can't, we can't get too far along without, you know, little, regular season reflection. What are some of the things that, you know, happened this year that you guys are surprised by? And I'll just, I'm just going to throw mine out there first because I think this is maybe where you guys are headed and I want to get in front of you guys. But I don't recall a year that has been so challenging to maintain a roster. Like it's, it feels like between like that week seven was rough. You know, it's like you had to, you couldn't make the moves you wanted to because then it would just, it's like putting a finger in the hole in the dam. You know, it's like, how do I, which one am I going to stop? Another one comes up. But it feels like every week I could barely get my lineup set. And I think I had to go with a, without a kicker and a defensive end like four times this year. And I've never had to do that before. It's been rough. It's been kind of a crazy year that way. But I mean, that's just, that's just my thing. I mean, I reflect on that also, but I think the problem you have CJ is you have a good roster. So when you have people you count on week to week and then they can't play, then it is a challenge. But if you've got shit-tastic guys coming off your bench, trying to plug and play here and there, it's every week. It's just every week. Oh, well, I mean, my roster may appear to look good, but they're the most underachieving um, squad in the league. And I'll be able to back those numbers up after the season's over. But yeah, it's been a, been a rough, been a rough year. And, and that happens with injuries, but to throw COVID on top of injuries and still have the same bench size, um it, it, it i get it and you've been beaten down a little bit more than than most with both of those so it's like you can kind of have one or the other uh but juggling both is is difficult and um and so i can see where you're coming from there we didn't yeah. we didn't we didn't expand the you know the bench too much you know knowing that both could have well, we voted not to have to use the covid ir i mean everyone knew that except electro but um, you know, it was like, we voted that at the owner's meeting. I don't know why everyone was against it, but I was for it, but I was one of the maybe two or three guys that wanted to have it. And everyone else was like, ah, oh, we don't need that. COVID wasn't a big deal last year, blah, blah, blah. And it was worse this year. Well, and it's getting crazy at the wrong time, both for the NFL and for fantasy football. So this could be a wild three weeks. <laughs> yeah 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 i definitely uh i definitely feel like this season uh separated the really good teams from the not so really good teams like i was just looking at the standings yesterday i mean i'm clearly at the bottom but it's uh it's the haves and the have nots it's the nine or ten wins and the four and less wins (laughs) out there weird it's never been this like just dispersed. Well, I mean, we. You go. A lot of a lot of parity in the West still, but it it's split in the East. It's pretty top heavy there in the East. But uh, I agree that does kind of stand out, Bud. But the parity in the in the West was was still there. Um, I don't know what happened in the East there. These guys in the West just think they're so much better than everybody else. Can't stand those guys, and they never say anything. I mean, no. there was there was some there was some four win bottom stranglers there on the on the west side too. So and and I think one of those guys that got four wins beat me by hundred and six points. So I mean, <laughs> it's just this week to week. You could get a hundred points and get your bag of dicks, or you could get a hundred two hundred and fifty points and be the big bad bully. It's week well, after well, we're week. Gonna, so we're gonna get into that a little bit later too because I have some 
some interesting, uh, you know, insights that tell a little bit of the story, but not the whole story, I think, of what happened this year. So, yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, the only other thing is that was funny this year was, and Bud and I were talking about this before you joined, Justin, which is when we played that joke on Electro about giving CEH back to Tony was just, that was such a fun morning because he was like ready to just, I mean, you could tell he was, if he could be smashing something, he would be smashing it. Like he was upset. <laughs> that was hilarious. And that actually kind of ties into what one of my regular season reflections has been is that that waiver wire normally each year, there's someone who's just a huge game changer that, you know, you save your fab for you end up getting may still happen, but for the most part, there hasn't been that out there until CEH was dropped. And it was like, Oh man. And that one shouldn't have happened obviously, but the others haven't been out there. I mean, the, think about the, the big money that's been spent on some of these waiver guys, Kadarius, Tony, um, whatever the heck he got me did. The Ernest Johnson. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, and that you're dropping them a week and a half later, you know, it's just <laughs> hilarious. No, I got COVID problems. I can't hang out the third string guys, even if they might come back and play in a couple of weeks. I was screwed, man. Well, and I also thought about, we put such an emphasis on having a good QB in this league. Like we've always felt like you, it's really tough to win, get in the playoffs if you don't have a good QB. Yeah. A lot of other um, fantasy football uh, experts, geniuses out there that do the whole streamer QB deal and put your put your, your draft capital into other positions. But we legit had, you know, he got me was without Kyler for a long time this year. It didn't, and it, it, he didn't stumble into a speed bump, you know, it streamed all the way through that. I did, you know, similar with, with Russ out, but the fact that Produx has gone the whole year without Watson, a keeper, <laughs> yeah. you know, and still finds himself in the, in the playoffs is, is pretty impressive. So, um, you know that that but stood out. What would out to he have been able to too. do? He, what would he have been able to do if he had a quarterback? Though he's seven and seven, you know he's 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 getting by. You know, and I know what it's like to just get by um, each week. You know, and it's uh, if he had a a uh, you know thirty forty burger quarterback every week like he has sitting there on his bench all year, it's a big difference though too. You know. I agree. I mean, you're getting in a lot more comfortably. Uh, look, some of those streamer weeks, like he got me in and products had some negatives, you know, <laughs> yeah. there was some negative you you UV and you still got through. So uh, would have been a little more well, comfortable. It's nice to have a guy that gives you 65 points in a week too. I mean, those are always helpful. That, that covers up a lot of problems on your, on the rest of your, your team. So yeah. That's what I hear. I wouldn't know. All right. Well, let's yeah. move on. Um, sorry, but we got to move on because let's get statistical. Yes. All right. This will be fast though. So, all right. So I want to talk about a few things here. We're going to talk about streaks, right? We had mm. a lot of interesting streaks this year mm. um, and how they kind of played out in people's seasons. So the first one, the winning streaks. He got me has 10 straight wins going into this. He was two and two and he's won the last 10 going into the playoffs and hasn't lost since week four. Like that's pretty good. And the best part would be to see about what his 10 or 15 slacks leading up to those 10 <laughs> wins said, because he was burning the place down making all kinds of trades upset at the world 10 game winning streak well yeah i mean the more he wins the more he talks so you know that's the way that it goes um good morning, good morning. <laughs> i beat him this morning though <laughs> um so yeah so then justin though you're at you won the last eight Mm -hmm. the last seven or the last eight weeks going into now and then easy won the first eight weeks so that's pretty impressive and the really and, and what a streak is though obviously is um 
you know, three or more is what we consider a streak. So then there's, there's a few teams that had three wins in a row and it was Badonka Bronx, Electro, IP, and Products. Those are the only ones with streaks. Otherwise, everyone else was kind of like, um, you know, like there was no win streaks for Boston, Hawk Attack, Hip Hop, Gore, or Tony, but it was like, you know, win one, lose two, win two type thing. Like it was, it was just kind of one of those things. And then for I, losing I, streaks. Hey, CJ, I think it was self-explanatory when you said we didn't have a streak. I don't know if you need to say, <laughs> oh, they won one, lost two. Lost oh, yeah. Well, we'll get one. Well, let's talk about losing didn't, streaks. Didn't win. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Hey, I'm at the top of a leaderboard. I love it. <laughs> All right. So here's the, there's, so there's streaks here. There's, um, hip hop had the most. Sorry. I mean, it's, you, hey. you gotta, if, you got to be good at it. You can't be terrible at everything, I guess. Um, take your take your lumps. So six losses. Badalka Bronx, Duck Cowboy, and Gore, and Tony all had five-game losing streaks during the season. So you look at that, there's two playoff teams, two non-playoff teams, which is pretty interesting. And then Boston Mobsters and Hawk Attack had four losses each. But think about Hawk Attack for a second. <laughs> he just needed to win one game in the last four weeks to get into the playoffs and he goes on four though i mean that's rough you know what i mean like that's that's, a that's skid. tough and and products had a three game uh losing streak there so there's only the, the there's only three teams that had a winning streak and a losing streak right it's obviously products badonka bronx and justin and justin i remember just like every year almost, I, I feel like, you know, we're around week five or six and Justin's on the edge and, you know, he's ready to jump <laughs> and, you know, it's every year. I can picture myself, I can picture myself on my patio in Huntington Beach. I can picture myself looking out from my, from our place in, in Portland. And now here I am knowing what it's like in Idaho talking Justin off the cliff and I'm like hey you go through this every year just be patient hang in there we lost five in a row sure being one and five sucks I get it but then when you win the next eight and you're actually what 13 14 points from beating that you you you, you could have won the division if you had a few more if you had one more division win I don't know what do you what do you got to say to that I I wish it didn't happen every year, but somehow, you know, you start, you always want to start off with a win in week one and then a five game skid where I was losing games that I shouldn't have. And everyone was getting injured. It's just like, it's one of those things you, you, yeah. you need. I'd rather be banged up and having trouble early than late. Right. Well, for me though, I was tired of it because it happened the last three years. And so I traded everyone again, kind of bottom value, but I traded them and I just needed to bottom get value. Younger. My, my hiney. Don't <laughs> even go there. You piece of crap. You, yeah. Don't even try it. Whatever. Don't listen to them leaguers. All well, right. From that. And from that day on, I went on a run and it's, uh, it's been okay. Now I just got to keep it going. Cause now it's, now it's scary though. I can tell you those, that 10 game win streak, that eight game win streak in zones, eight game win streak. Those are, you're sitting here really, you just know that you're kind of due for something and it's week one of the playoffs. So it can't happen. That needs to be 13, 11 and 11 to win. And those are hard to do. So let's see, let's go. It's here. All right. Let's see. All right, let's move on. Oh, I just want to make sure we did a graphic for you. All right. Ah, nice. Random for all the folks stats. at home. Perfect. So let's talk about blowouts. Okay. Oh man, Over why do you have to last... make it in no, 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 section not... just it's... of mine? No, it's Jesus. Not... It's not about you, okay? I'm just, what I'm trying to show is that. Lies, all lies. What, what we're talking about is since 2019. So we're, what we're going to talk about is 2019, 2020, and 2021. A blowouts of 30 plus, 50 plus, and 80 Ooh. plus. Okay? So first, we're gonna, first of all, I'm going to read these off. Okay. For the fans, and then we're going to break it down. So in 2019, there was 31 blowouts of 30 plus. There was 11 of 50 plus, and there was only one 80 plus win in 2019. In 2020, 42 30 plus win blowouts, 14 50, 480. 
This year, 38, which I was surprised that there was only 38 plus 30 compared to the other ones, 24 50 plus blowouts, and seven 80 plus blowouts, and three of them were over 100. Wow. So, wow. I mean, do, and, uh, do we need to talk to Lewis about adjusting for inflation? Because a 200 point game is not created the same way it has for the last two years. It's that but a, damn a blowout's a blowout. Per, it's that damn points per first down, and I hate it. Gore is a jerk for even bringing it up. It sounds yeah. great. It's not. Let's move on to close games, okay? So close games, like less than five points, less than 10, less than 15. All right, 2019, we had 10 games of less than five. We had 16 less than 10. This is the difference between the two, you know, the win, winner versus loser. Mm -hmm. And 24 of less than 15. This year, we had, or in 2020, sorry, last year, five of less than five, of less than five points, 12 less than 10, and 20 less than 15. In 2021, six, 10, and 21. And keep in mind, there's an extra game in there. So there have been obviously more blowouts and less close games, right? So there's a pretty, it, there has, we haven't, we've gone to Monday night and had some weird, weird things happen, but it's because the players score 30 to 40 versus 20 to 30 on a good night, you know? So that's interesting too. But the next one um, is very interesting. The next two are very interesting. So the average winning score, okay? So this is just the winner. This isn't the winner and loser combined. This is just what the winners did. In 2019, the winners averaged 160 points a game. In 2020, they averaged 165. Remember, we saw an uptick in 2020. I don't know if it was because of the empty stadiums, it was easier to concentrate, whatever it was. But 2021, 192 points? Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Well, think of how many first downs are in a game. So all you of probably those. probably get 25 to 30. Yeah, it's crazy. I hate it. Point per first down. Now this next one, really crazy. 200 plus games. 2019, we had three. <laughs> 2020, we had five. At 2021, 35? That's, that's why you're not seeing the 200 game every week because there's 35 of them how's he supposed yeah. to keep up with that yeah that's it's pretty insane. astonishing where it's yeah going into a week and looking at your game when you're already projected to lose <laughs> by over 60 points because your other your opponent is projected at 220 and they actualize at 245 yeah yahoo's wrong i've hit my projection once so they're wrong I'm right. My team's better than that. Yeah. Anyways, that's what I got for let's get statistical, guys. So um, just that some was... good stuff just to kind of warm us up. Kind of crazy, though, right? I mean, that point per first down really changed the makeup of the league, and we, we got to get rid of it. And that's why, that's why I didn't vote for it. But yeah, I, I think for those of us it. that are those of us that are scrapping for every point that we got we to gotta manufacture a point wherever we can, I'm all for it. I'm going to keep it going. It's like a booster for a good player. So if a good player is already having a good day, then they have a great day because of that point per first yeah. down. Like if they get more catches than normal, then they're getting more first downs than normal. Like it's just, it's this, you know, this artificial booster for the good players. It's just, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, I know it was discussed at the time. It should have, like it's, it, we should have looked at it first around like a 0.25 or a half point. You know. that's why we did it as a one-year trial we have to vote it back in and if we vote it back in then it's got to be like a quarter point or something but it was a one-year trial kind of like the mulligan which totally flopped <laughs> i'm gonna pick the worst week to do with the mulligan week no one needed it, <laughs> it well, and we'll, we'll have to but dedicate it, we'll have yeah. to dedicate another podcast to those trials because yeah, I, sure. I would think that the defensive line um you know tackle for loss stuff has worked uh, a bit um, yeah. to kind of even things up or at least make those players a little more valuable. It's also made yep. you think about linebackers a little bit different. So um, yep. I've liked that quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, I think we, I think we still have some work to do with the defense that we can make it a little bit more consistent, but um, 
we'll see what we can do there. So we had lots, lots to talk about there. All right, let's move on to the toilet bowl. We'll make this fast because no one really wants to hear about this. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. For, well, one, I mean, for one third of this group that may get one game, hey, I'm all in. I am all in. All right, so just a reminder for how the toilet tournament works is it's weeks 14 and 15, even though that won't reflect on Yahoo because Yahoo wants to do it in 15 and 16 for whatever reason, but, or actually it's, you know what? It's weeks 15 and 16 now. I feel terrible. I'm Wait, so sorry. So I get a bye week. I love it. I knew no, I had earned it. No, sorry, bud. I uh, was wrong. But anyways, so remember the winner gets the first overall pick. And we have $81 in the fab fine pot. So second place gets $41 fab dollars. That's a pretty good payout this year. Um, third place gets 24 and fourth place gets 16. But Tony gets, there's $10 that Tony can't get because Tony was one of those final four and the toilet bowl that um, was fined. So um, he doesn't get 10 bucks from his. So, um, <clears throat> but here's the, oops, sorry. Here's the uh, matchups. You got Tony versus Hawk or Triple Threat versus Hawk Attack. Hip Hop Apotamus versus Gore. What do you guys think? Who's going to win this? Jesus. Oh. I'm curious first and foremost. I know Gore is holding his first round pick. Who else is playing for their actual own first round pick? Well, everyone is except Hip Hop. Hip Hop, Gore owns Hip Hop's first round pick. So, so he's got he's got a fifty percent chance. Well, so yeah, so here's the scenarios, right? So if like if Gore wins, so if hip hop wins, then Gore will end up with the first and fourth pick, right? And and uh, Hawk and Tony stay at two and three. Now, if Hawk Attack wins, then he moves up to the number one overall pick, and then Gore ends up with two and four. Tony's still at three. If Triple Threat wins, he jumps up to the number one pick. Gore and, and Gore gets two, Hawk gets three. Um, so Gore will end up with uh, two and four. If Gore wins, which he's my pick to win this because I think he's got the superior team. Sorry, Hip Hop, it's it's, hey, it's hey, my it's opinion. Hard. You know, yeah. with all due respect. All hey, that stuff. no. No respect due, so keep it rolling. If if Gore gets it, then he jumps up, he gets the one, two, Hawk moves to three, and Tony moves to four. So there's a lot riding on this for Gore, for sure. So there you have it. Who are you guys picking? Well, and Gore did his best to throw this. Um, <laughs> Which should be discussed briefly. Yeah, I mean, hey, you can do whatever he wants. He ended up winning. I mean, what? who said you? Is there a rule that, that he was violating? No, or? no not at all. I, I, oh, okay. I just thought it was comical um, and enjoyed it. So I think it's what that his JV team destroyed Tony's varsity team. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty sad to watch. <laughs> he couldn't make his team bad enough. That's I really. Think, that's really. That's really hurtful for those of us that don't have a JV team and can't win with our, well, week 14 was not a great week for me since I chose all my guys to have a bye on the 14th week. So that was poor planning. On yeah, part, but, but you had a good week. I would love to have a JV squad. Every time I look at my bench, I'm pretty much forced into my lineup every week. I have to make like one shot. Do I, do I go with? Frower Muth or Dawson Knox. That's usually well, the only decision the, I have to make. The difference is when you're putting a roster together and you, no matter what combination you put up there, 180 to 190 points materialize. When I'm trying to shuffle the deck between 156 <laughs> and 167, it's a little, it's a, you just, you can't, you, it's like, well, if I take him out, then I just put, wait, no, no, I got this other, no. <laughs> he why can't i get over 160 points that's so weird because all my guys yeah. suck so yes i'm uh i'm looking i'm uh i'd like i'm gonna pick myself but uh i'd have to catch some lightning in a bottle and there'd have to be some uh dramatic injuries and 
I'm hoping that it's late in the season and there's enough people trying to uh, that have already clinched that they don't need to play and they're going to rest some of their best players. Um, and then I'm going to go with my boy Hawk. Oh, but then so but you're, then, you're saying if not you, you think Hawk Attack's going to win? Yep. Okay. So uh, who do you think's going to win it all here, Justin? Um, I think it's going to be Hawk Attack versus Gore, and I think that uh, Gore will probably pull it out. Yeah. I think it, I, I do think it'll be Gore versus Hawk Attack, but yeah, I just don't. Gore, Gore's got a really good team. I, it's just, I think, some unfortunate weeks here and there. And what are you going to do? So that's it for the toilet tournament. I think the next thing that we'll go on to here is we're going to talk about the Duck Heisman real quick to make sure people know what to expect there because that's coming up. And yes, it is an exclusive group. Um, you have to have won a Duck Heisman in order to be on the Duck Heisman committee. That's how they do it in real life. So that's what we decided to do in our league. So it'll be the top player, not from every team, not every team's involved, of the final four. So whichever of the final four teams, there's going to be, we'll nominate a player from each of those teams. We kind of talk it through and we land on who we think is the um top player i think last year was the first year that we really struggled to come down to a guy but it ended up being kyler murray which brings he got me into the committee so the, and we also lost the committee member with bungle nation <laughs> so <clears throat> it's actually the three of us and he got me is the committee now so and uh yeah so pretty straightforward i think you know it's pretty fun to get that um you know, it's just kind of one of those little awards to kind of add to your your little chest of stuff. So, well, and I the crazy it. the crazy thing is, you look at these uh, the names on these Duck Heisman, and it's it's like they win and then they fall off the map. It's almost like the curse of the uh, the Madden curse. There, it's like well, I'd Le like to think Le that Le'Veon Bell fell right off. Well, two years later, Cam Newton's out of the league. Aaron Rodgers, you know. He's got that COVID Cam thing and his long hair. Todd Gurley out of the league? Is he is yeah. he on a is he on a roster somewhere? Saquon no. tore his knee all apart. Lamar Jackson's <laughs> up and down. It's just let's uh let's choose somebody and give him the kiss of death for next year. Okay. Well, as long as it's not on my team, which I don't have, you know, a Duck Heisman type player this year, that's for sure. So <clears throat> anyways, so I think we'll see what happens. I've already alerted the uh, Duck Heisman committee to be prepared so that Beautiful. we can start to talk about it next week after we know who the final four teams are and we'll go from there. All right, how do the playoffs work? So just a reminder that once you're out, you're locked. So I lock teams Monday night once you're eliminated. That's from either the toilet bowl or the regular um, championship bracket. So Question. You, can't, I mean, you can't pick up any more players. Question. Yeah. If you are eliminated, are you able to drop the players down to 12 so you don't get fined next year for not having more than 12 players? Are you no. able to drop? I'm, no, unfortunately you can't. Mm. Yeah. So that would, that would mean so, that would be collusion for another team. In so the I should be fine for that actually. So oh. nice. Justin, let's talk later about who you want me to drop. Yep. Wink, wink, wink. I mean, I'm sure you know. the turds that you drop would be worth picking up. You know what I mean? To get down to 12 anyways. Yeah. Okay. And I have um, no fab to pick them up, but we were supposed to talk about that later, bud, after the pod. <laughs> That's my bad. I was getting excited about potentially having four wins next year. So. Oh, I thought you were going to get nine. You triple every year. Come on. Well, nine next I mean, year. I'm going to double, just doubling. You can't, you can't triple every year. Ask Lewis about, you can't triple every year. <laughs> yeah. lucoin has been going up though. I mean, yeah, Lucoin. <laughs> All right. So um, just a little tip. So, you know, before you get into those playoff games, if there's players that you want to pick up and have on your roster for the off season, pretty good idea to do it before, you know, the end of before this weekend kicks off there are saturday games this week so keep that in mind also there's no reseeding so it's the west plays the west the east plays the east that's the way that it is make sense good 
top heavy on both leagues, so we're we'll be fine. All right, now let's get into the matchups. You guys are ready for this, right? Like this is this is big. So first one we're gonna talk about is end zone versus Boston Mobsters. Now I'm gonna just throw a couple of fun facts out there. Um, just to kind of get this heated up before we really talk about who you think is going to win and and all that and keep track of these because these are going on your pick them thing so all right so easy has won nine in a row against just boston mobsters in fact the only win (laughs) the only win that boston mobsters ever has against end zone is in week one of 2017 which just also happens to be the first game he ever had in this league. Wow. Oh, right out of the <laughs> it was right out of the week gates. one. It was week one, 2017. He beats Enzo. But be Enzo beating Enzo was not a big deal back then. But like oh en- wow. Enzo's gone off to win nine in a row against him. Like that's I mean, that's- I'm complaining about losing three in a row to he got me, but nine, geez. Yeah. So they also have this also happens to be the most lopsided all-time matchup in league history. So I'm I'm, I'm picturing end zone just pulling his helmet off and saying, I still own you. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm I'm uh, right behind that one. And, and I'll say having Boston Monsters in the playoffs is an absolute injustice to the entire fantasy football community with him being at four and ten. It's not his fault. He played the games he he played. He won the games he needed to win to get hey. in. Yep. And there you have it. I I would be. Can you? I mean, you guys can. I can't. Can you imagine getting two hundred twenty, almost two hundred thirty points, and still losing by fifteen points this year? That's that's got to be just demoralizing. Just yeah. Yeah, so you're talking about week five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just, yeah, 244 so that was to 249, just, that's, yeah. So you out of those 35, burgers everywhere. Yeah, so what, what Bud's referring to is um, in week five of this year, Enzone defeated Boston 244 to 229.94, and that 200-point that game is one of three that came across this year where the team lost. I mean, that's, if you get 200 points, you're dancing in the street. That's a win. Like, I think we had two before, and I think both of them were products um, yeah. somehow. You know, that. but it's like, I mean, that's terrible. I think 229 points is a lot of points, but to lose that game? Ugh. So is anyone taking Boston in this matchup? All of that no. right considered? No. I don't even think we need to talk about the game. We can just move on. Is Allen really day-to-day or he's going to play regardless? Well, he's got turf toe. um, And that's going to limit his mobility um, for sure. Right? I mean, I don't know, you know, that, and it's, it's not like turf toe is something that you can just get rid of, you know, in a week or so. Like he's, he's kind of stuck with that the rest of the year. You know, he, they're at home, you know, so, you know, is the weather going to be good? The weather going to be bad? I don't know. I think it's supposed to be, you know, cold, but not, but no like snow or anything crazy. So we'll see. It could slow him down. He won't get those rushing yards, but he's still going to have a good game. Yeah. I just was thinking it's the only way that it could essentially affect two players, Diggs and Josh Allen to really impact end zone potentially. But yeah, um, I think I mean, we're all going end zone a- here. Yeah, even with those two out, I still, you know, if they have subpar games, it's just he's got too many home run hitters. Like, you know, he's always got two or three of them are going to go off, and it's always enough to kind of put them over the top. So going end zone on this one as well. Yep. Unless Tom Tom Brady goes for 60, I think it's going to be end zone, which TB12 has done before. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's go on to the next matchup, which is... Wait, before we do, I did just want to point out that uh, I dropped Carson Wentz last week, and Endzone cannot help himself and just... I know, I know. He loves his guys. He loves his guys. Just... I know. 
Picking I have, him up. Picking did, him up. I did take a look at that little stat before the pod, though, and he is leading everyone in transactions again with 59, but it's, and, very, it's very closely followed uh, by 58 from the electrocutioner. So not as lopsided this year as, as years past. Yeah. 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 It's very, very interesting how that's turning out. I didn't, I mean, I don't know why he's doing so many transactions. I don't, I, <laughs> what, <laughs> to put people he's on just, your bench? He starts the same guys his, every week. That's his deal. He loves shuffling up that, that bench defensive lineman. Get me a new kicker, try a new safety. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to take nine points from this guy and get yep. eight from this guy. And maybe that's how he keeps his team motivated. Like everyone's expendable. I'm going to just start cutting people. I know they played well. I'm just going to start cutting people to keep everyone on edge around here. Yep. Yep. Best versus best. It's you got to keep it real. All right. Let's move on to the next one, which I'm reluctant to talk about, but I did want to make sure that I defined a few things for our listeners. Oh, a sports rivalry is an intense competition between teams or athletes affecting participants, management and supporters of all varying degrees. The intensity of the rivalry can range anywhere from lighthearted banter to serious violence. I just want everyone to know that I'm leaning towards serious violence <laughs> at this point. <laughs> and I want to add on there that a nemesis creates a down is a, a downfall caused by an inescapable agent, my arch enemy. That is what he got me is to me. And I'm getting serious. I, I can tell I'm and I'm getting nervous. Yeah, so much must defeat. He got me. Must like last year. Last year in that game, I mean, I haven't won. I'm up by like, I'm up by fourteen. The games wind. The Sunday night games winding down. We got neither one of us have a Monday night guy, and this crazy Garoppolo to Brandon Ayuk play for sixteen and a half points which I had already turned off the game. I was out, you know, we're at a bar because we could do that here in Idaho. And, you know, I was watching the game. I'm kind of, you know, I'm all thinking about next week and who I'm going to play and all that. And then I start to see all the stuff come through on Slack. And, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, and that bastard, he got me, beats me on the last play of the game with that big play that Brandon Ayuk, I'm out. It's a real yes. bummer. Last play of the game, and it was garbage time. And there's no reason yeah. that Ayuk should have been over there. <sighs> so he's won the five of the last six. Wow. Now that's a streak, right? Anything over three? Oh, that's, uh, that's his yeah, words. nine. Yeah. End zone oh. over Boston. I mean, I'm not hoping you're not in that zone ever. Oh. Well, that is a thread kind of going into these playoffs because that's our second playoff matchup and both are streaks. And I know that there's a streak with. Well, I would say it's well. a streak now. I mean, I won in week two. I mean, I'm just saying five of the last six, but before the, that six, I had won five of six. So, Hey, it's just switching around. And then, but he's beating me all the time, seven to six, um, which I don't like, like he got me used to be the guy Kind of like end zone. You slap him around and you move on to the next, you know, the next tough matchup. And things have changed. And I'm I'm not comfortable with where things are these days. I'm just gonna say that right now. So okay. Well, noted. And now we'll get into picking the matchup. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> unless unless there's anything else. No, no, no. I please carry on. Well. This is going to be a close matchup. You are indeed healthy for feels like the first time this year. And everyone on your team's already had COVID, so you don't have to worry about anyone else getting COVID, <laughs> which is nice. Yeah, I, I think everyone has. So you just got to pick the right players. Um, and he got me has been on a streak. Yeah, I know, I, 10 straight. There's a part of me that just really hopes that the difference in this game is Buda Baker. <laughs> that would be so great, wouldn't it? Oh, yes. Or not. Uh, no, that'd be bad if he has a total pisser. <laughs> yeah, one way or the other. Oh, boy. 
I mean, this isn't one you could just look at. You got to get into the matchups here. Yeah, this is a tough one because um, I think the big difference in this, and I don't know why I'm telling anyone this, is that he's got a lot more home games than I do. Um, and that's that makes a big difference in the, the matchups. So I just need my guys to come out and, and really want to play. And the good news is, like, Jones got some good rest. Saquon is starting to come around. Dalvin looks fantastic. I need those three guys to just lay down some burgers and let's head on well, play Boston in the in the final four. But Taylor's going up against New England, which is always a tough rushing yeah. matchup. And so his main And they'll be out to slow him down for sure. But Kyler's got Detroit. So there's some <laughs> there's some favorable matchups. There's some tough matchups. <laughs> Maybe it's maybe it's Dylan Dylan uh, in the starting lineup now versus Jones. Who gets the better of that? Who gets the touchdowns there? Um, this yeah. is going to be a, a really good matchup. Um, both are my buddies. Um, well, I'm going with Padonka Bronx because you know why would I pick? He got me. Can't stand that team. Great guy. <laughs> Hate the team. All right, bud. Who are you going with? Oh, <laughs> I'm jumping on, I'm jumping on the Lou train. There's no Lou coin involved. There's no, the, uh, CJ, you and I were talking about this before Justin got on. Kittle's going to piss a 40 right there. Just oh. 40 burger. And it's, he's just going to light him up. It's it makes, a, it's a 40 makes, burger. Me, <laughs> makes me angry that that dirt bag is not on my team anymore, but uh. what are you going to do? Kyler Murray to Kittle, it's over. Okay, well, let's move on. All right, products in Irish puddles. Let me get a little. Uh, this is this is a well. By the way, real quick before we move on, the the he got me Badonka Bronx is the only matchup in this round that's the same as last year. By the way, um, everything else is a little different. We have seven of the eight teams in the playoffs are the same the only difference is hawk and boston are you know boston's in hawks not anyways uh let's talk about this this matchup there really isn't much to talk about i mean irish puddles is seven and three versus them he's also won three of the last four um whoops so um this is this is products all-time worst matchup he only had this is the only he has a winning record against every other franchise except for one. So he's products is a perennial winner. And the fact that Irish puddles owns him is kind of strange. I didn't, you know, this will be their first post their postseason matchup though. Um, I do hate to remind everyone though, that IP has never won a playoff game and products has won four, including a championship, but products has not won. Products has only won one playoff game since his championship run back in 2015. So uh, both of them have had some, some rough, some rough years, you know, neither one of them have actually, neither one of these teams have won a playoff game since Irish puddles has been in the league. So this is going to be, this is a big one, you know? So um, yeah, well, actually, no, Products has won one game since Pro since Irish Puddles been in the league. So just one playoff game versus non Irish Puddles. But who do you guys have? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I'm just going to go straight chalk and go with uh, Products. I think the experience of having a championship under his belt and being in the playoffs and have winning before it's in his favor. Going Products. Yeah, this is another tough matchup, but you know, for being Irish and lucky and the whole deal um making that trade for ridley and landry got the covid this week yeah <laughs> eckler <laughs> is questionable and you know patrick mahomes is human all of a sudden like he's gonna need jefferson to go for 60 but on the other side metcalf is going up against the rams and every single time the seahawks play the Rams it's like a nine to 12 game it is going to be um two teams putting their worst foot forward and 
<laughs> and and Prodex has Burrow going against Denver, which is not easy in no. Denver, right? And no. then he's got Tua going against the Jets. So what's he going to do there? You know, that's a – do you roll the dice on Tua? I don't know. But if you look at Irish Puddles, remember, routine is big for these NFL guys. He's got almost his entire team's playing Thursday and Saturday. That's not good. Like, that's – you don't want that. You don't want players playing on Saturday. That messes no. up – that one day screws up everything. But the glaring factor here is that he's leaning on Russell Gage – and Myers like do you want those two guys in no. your lineup at all no, no. I do I, I would like those players in my lineup but I for just, someone in the playoffs probably not I really wish that I would be playing either of these two teams this week just to um, bring it back to Duck Cowboy and I know we'll get to me here soon um but yeah I I too think it's going to be products and I think Irish puddles um, streak continues first round. L. I, 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 I feel bad. I really want, I think for everything that Irish puddles has done for the league over the years and how much he tries and he plans and, mm-hmm. you know, he does all these trades like, well, by the way, if you think about all those trades, he, all those fourth round picks this year and how none of them really panned out is kind of hilarious a little bit, but, I really want to pick Irish Puddles just because I, I really want him to win someday. You know, I want him to like win a playoff game just, just because he's been in, in the league a while. And it's, you know, he always has like, if not the best record, like the top two or three, like his, he's a regular season, like Messiah or something, but you throw a playoff game at him and the guy's a turd. So I'm going to have to go with products as well. Sorry. And hey, that's up with all due respect, too, by the way. Um, of course. The oh, fact, I forgot. All due respect. The all fact due. that he could get through the whole season, and I know he's injured, so it doesn't matter, but then McCaffrey to get COVID this week, too. It's just <laughs> throw COVID <laughs> on the injured guy. Wait, yeah, Jarvis Landry. Yeah. No, McCaffrey is down with the well, COVID, too. Yeah, but he's already. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Just imagine if he would have gotten through. Yeah, right. Finally got him back healthy, then doesn't have him for the playoffs. Oh, he would have. Well, I think having a child has slowed him down a little bit, so that's probably good. I don't know what it would have been like with normal puddles, but anyways. All right, let's move on. Next game, Electrocutioner, who owns Duck Cowboy. Um, has three to one. I mean, you finally got off the Schneid. How'd that feel when you got when that you finally beat Electro and knew what that was like? And no, that was just a couple weeks ago. So no, it felt fantastic, but it took until like Monday late for it to happen. It wasn't (laughs) wasn't a gimme. So you're looking at these two. You know, this is this again is going to be. I think. I don't know. Electro seems to know how to pull it all together when he needs it. I don't know. Like right now he's got Daryl Henderson's got, you know, he's on the code. He's got the COVID. So, you know, he's probably got to look at Hilliard or Wilson. Does, Jr. Or does, he, like know, that. Like, does no. he know how to pull it together? Cause he lost to me this year. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, every, every, it happens. So did, so did two. A, yeah. So did two other poor bastards. I know. Right. Yeah, I'm one of them. So, well, so oh, here's no, the. No, I beat you. Sorry, but I didn't. You sorry. I assumed that I was going you to. You son of a bitch. These, these two teams are so interwoven, is what's so weird about this matchup and why it's so hard to predict. So, Henderson actually got his COVID last week. So, he's most likely going to play if he can get past it. I don't know if he's vaccinated or non-vaccinated. Yeah, they're sure not really telling. They're not saying like they were earlier in the season, but now they're not. I mean, you can figure it out, but they're not. But it's like if if Henderson doesn't go, then Sony Michelle is gold and vice versa. So it's kind of hanging on that. And similarly, um, Williams has COVID right now, he could beat that. Swift may or may not play coming back from the shoulder injuries. So the exact same right. thing, it's up in the air on both of the backs. Well, uh, and Pollard, right? You got the same kind of situation going on there. 
Yeah, but they're like directly, um, you know, affected with the two teams, you know, and who they play for super directly affected. Yeah. And then, and then Jefferson, you know, is a, another receiver who's going to have an uptick now because of the COVID situations happening with the Rams and OBJ being out. Um, you know, so it's, it's just, there's honestly, I don't think that either of these lineups are set. I don't know if I'm going with, with Taysom or, or, you know, Russ finally had a nice week, but then he turns around and has to play the Rams. And so I don't think either of these rosters are going to be set until Thursday no, night, most so. of them Saturday morning. And so it's too hard to predict at this point, but I will tell you, I am planning to win this, but <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked you deserve to win it. I wouldn't be yeah. shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if the electrocutioner shocks people. Hey, you guys, yeah. uh, wait, breaking news, OBJ's on the waiver wire. <laughs> Tell me you're lying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, you keep going, CJ. I, I can't tell you guys, like, I had sent a note to Tony saying, hey, move. And this was like, I don't know, a day or two before. I just said, hey, your, your guy is not on IR, so you need to move, you know, because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was coming off. I was like, hey, you need to move him out. And, but you have a guy, another guy on IR who you should move in there, you know what I mean? And you just swap them out, and then you're good. Then you can do all the things. And Sunday morning, I see, you know, the notification from Yahoo, Tony's triple or triple threat dropped. Clyde or Clyde Edwards Hilaire and I'm like what the oh my gosh and then it's like um <laughs> triple threat drops Sony Michelle picks up Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> after the game's already started so Lamar was locked in there I'm just like oh oh that was rough that was rough watching that happen in real time okay all right well I'm gonna go with Duck Cowboy because they've been looking at your benches I feel like you have a lot more flexibility on your bench. You know, you have, you have Javante, you have Sony, you've got Judy. So, you know, even if you have some, um, you know, if you have some issues with Swift, Pollard, whatever, like you've got enough on your bench to probably put together a pretty good team. I don't know, Henderson, how that's going to work out. He may be back. I, I don't know. They had to shut down the whole facility today. So we probably won't know for a couple more days what's going on there at least you have till sunday but if he you know if he has him in there that's great but i don't think it's enough um you know he's got edward Hilaire. that's nice but you know i don't think he's got enough either way with um to win this week so that's that's why i'm going with going with duck cowboy and and bud before you answer i will say that he's throwing a little nod at you going with the double tight end matchup of Ertz and uh, Gronkowski. <laughs> i uh i do love the double tights you cannot uh i've gone away from it because if you uh if you have two tight two tight ends and they both suck there's no no advantage so i've, I've done gone it twice away from this, it well, i've done I've it gone, twice this year i got nothing. i've gone away from it well well you need better tight ends. Is Kittle on your squad? That's the problem. <laughs> um, I also love that Ertz is dead in Philadelphia and then is a freaking all pro with freaking Kyler Murray. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, Justin, yeah. I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going electro. Wow. Just to be wow. contrary. Okay, well, make note of your picks because if you, got, if you change your picks, which you can, but this will air Thursday morning. Is when we're going to get this out. So, ah, um, whatever. But yeah, that's it, guys. We oh. did it. That's the trope. That's the that's the Bridge Bowl nine. Wait, did logo. we say who? Did we say who's going to take it all, or are we going to come back next week and have another well, round or a rapid I mean, fire, I, a fifteen minuter? Look, if if I know this group like I think I know them, they were begging for the podcast to come back they'll be pissed that this is just under two hours <laughs> they, they need more content they want more inside jokes they want to know more about my family they want to know about more about justin's kids they want to know what cj's wife's cooking for dinner they're gonna be pissed 
Yeah. And then, so we'll have to just wait until um, maybe early next year. And we'll pick it back up. Let's take it one week at a time. I mean, we can always do another one next week, um, you know, and talk about just the matchups because we covered mm. a lot of things because it's been a while. But if we want to get on next Tuesday and do the final four, I am mm. game. I mean, I'll, nah. I mean Why? I'll be in it. So, the peop- you know, peop- people want what the people want. I w- when both of you guys are not in it and I am, there will not be a podcast. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> True. Screw this league. No. Shut it down. I'm dropping everybody. Going down to 12. <laughs> Ready for next year. All right, guys. Hey, it's good seeing you. Um, that's our that's our show. We'll see you guys next time. See you guys next time.